Hello, my friend. Welcome to the podcast. I, before we even start, I need to read you something. Um, I can't tell you how many screenshots and testimonials, not reviews, because for some reason it's easier to send me a message on Instagram or an email, but I have thousands of screenshots and messages and emails from you, the listener of this podcast, telling me how it's helped you, how it's changed your life. Um, I recently did a single ladies series playlist on Spotify. Unfortunately, the other platforms don't let you create a playlist, but I did that. And I got so many of you message me like, it makes me cry. Like it makes me cry because I love this work so much. And I'm so fucking moved that you listen. First of all, that you listen. There are so many motherfucking podcasts that you could listen to. And the fact that you click and you listen to mine blows me away. The fact that you listen while you're walking your kids or walking your dog or driving your car or in really intimate places and moments and I get to be in your ear like <laughs> makes me like so emotional. So thank you for being here and thank you for choosing this episode and this podcast and fucking thank you. If I haven't said it enough lately, makes me like done. I'm done. Like this is the goal. This is the dream and you're doing it and we're doing this. So I love you. I want to read this from Jasmine who made me fucking cry when I read this. She sent me an Instagram message. Hi, dearest Erica. I've been listening to your podcast for about a year and a half or so now, and I recently bought your book and halfway through it. And I wanted to tell you that you have changed my life. You are an inspiration. And because of you and because of doing the work, I can now fully embrace me and love me. So thank you for all that you do. I love you. Oh, first of all, it's not because of me, because of you, because this, I mean, thank you. But it's because of you, Jasmine. You are doing the work. You could easily listen, binge listen, and not do anything. Anyone can listen to podcasts and do nothing. Most people do, unfortunately. It takes something different to listen and actually apply what you learn. And if you listen to this podcast, you know I give, I give book recommendations. I'm constantly giving you questions to journal and question and marinate on. I'm constantly inviting you to do things like come to a free training, buy the book, join the sisterhood. Um, so thank you. And I sent her a message back on video. And she was like, oh my God, what? I can't believe you recorded me a personalized message. Uh, yes, I do. If you send me a message, I will always reply. Uh, it takes me ages sometimes, but I do reply because I think it's important. Like I said to my husband um, when I got this message, <laughs> it's making me cry. I said to my husband, like, this is the fucking shit that I never want to forget. Like, I never want to get so big in our business that we don't reply back that we don't read these messages that we don't feel the words that the people that we're doing this for are sending us and it's a big part of my life obviously I'm not fucking huge right now in the time of recording this but my goal is to reach millions and millions and millions of women like I want some Tony Robbins woman pink ladies impact and I can imagine Tony Robbins doesn't read all of his messages I can imagine he gets messages or Oprah hello gets messages about how the people, she's changed lives or saved them from something or some something like that. And I get it. I get when you get to a certain place, you can't reply to everyone. I, I burnt out trying to do that two years ago. But fuck, fuck me if that's not like something that I want to listen to, something that deserves our attention. Like the whole reason we do this work is because we give a fuck. We want to help people. We want to support people. We want to guide people. Specifically for me, women who have been through hardship. I don't care if it was... You got bullied when you were a kid or your parents divorced or broke up or you were sexually abused or you were fucking kidnapped or your husband died. 
It doesn't have to be my trauma. But the fact that women feel lost and don't know who they are and they self-sabotage and they, they doubt themselves and they doubt their fucking ability and they stay in relationships that they should not be in and they get treated like shit and they treat themselves like shit. Like that to me is my motherfucking mission. It puts me on fire. My body is fucking shaking right now. That's what I'm here for. And then to have people listen and send messages like that and we don't, we don't open them or we don't get to reply to them. Like, ooh, it fucking hurts. So I said to my husband, I'm like, I would fucking hire someone to bring to the table every day the, the fucking messages that we've had, the, the life transforming shit. I would make that a part of my business structure. That would be a high value of ours that we need to listen to the stories of the people that we're creating this fucking content for. So, of course, I'm going to message you back. Um, and of course, if I don't, it's not because I'm an asshole. I have two kids. I have a husband. I've got the business. I've got my clients. But I, I really, 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 really appreciate you. Like, if you don't already know, come close. Come close. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you a million times. It means the universe to me. You would never know what that fucking message, all the messages that I get mean to me. The fact that you listen. So I know that was a big you know, intro and I didn't plan to do all that, <laughs> but I, it's important for me. It's important that you know that this is not just a podcast I want to do or a program I want to sell or something I'm ticking a box. This is my fucking life's work. This is my sole mission on this planet. That's why I'm here. I will talk about this shit till I'm gone. I'll talk about it as a fucking ghost. I will come back and haunt your ass and tell you to believe in yourself. Okay. <sighs> so with that, let's get into today's episode. Hola, hola, it's your girl Erica from America. Welcome to the Confidence Chronicles podcast. This podcast is all about helping you stand in who you are. Stop giving a fuck what people think about you. Start standing as your fully expressed self. As you are queen, as is, there is no filter needed. You are fucking awesome. And I am here to remind you, I'm a confidence coach, a business mentor, a speaker, an author, and I am obsessed with women standing up, showing up, and creating their confidence. And I cannot wait to dig into today's episode with you. friends. So today we are talking about imposter syndrome. What a juicy topic. What a big one. This is something that I realized when I was looking through my catalog. I haven't spoken about this specifically on its own. I feel like it's one of those things that gets wrapped up in with a lack of confidence, a lack of self-belief, caring too much what people think about us, um, not feeling good enough, anxiety of ourselves, not loving ourselves, not valuing ourselves, not valuing our opinions. It kind of gets wrapped up in there. However, it's a big one. When I speak to women and I go to uh, events where I'm speaking on stage and I come up to women, so many women, especially women that are going for their goals, women that are high achieving in their business or at their work, uh, women who want to do great things that are, that are trying to hit their goals and make their dreams come true, every single one of them is like, uh, I have imposter syndrome. And I hate syndromes, first of all. I don't like syndromes. I don't like labels. Uh, I don't like them. Doesn't mean they don't exist. I'm not saying you don't have a syndrome or you don't have a label. I just don't like them. 
I don't like them because I'm sure if I went and got a test, I'd have ADHD. Or I'm sure that if I went and took that test after I had my babies, I would have postnatal depression, probably still. <laughs> it's fucking hard motherhood. You know, and it doesn't mean... I know some people like to know what they have to help them quantify and, and work out how, what they're going to do next. But I just, I'm mindful that I want to know the meaning. What does it mean that you have imposter syndrome? What does it mean that you are now this label? And I think most of us, if we haven't done our inner work and if we don't have a positive self-regard, the meaning is I'm broken, I'm damaged, something's wrong with me, I'm fucked up, I can't do it, I'll never be able to, et cetera, et cetera. So I'm really mindful with uh, wording. I don't, I don't like labels. That said, a lot of people identify with having imposter syndrome. And I wanted to talk about this because I think it's an important thing that will come across your life. You will come across it. Um, and I, I think when I was do, you know, getting my notes together for this episode, I'm like, do I struggle with imposter syndrome? Have I struggled with it? And in my life right now, I don't struggle with it. And I thought, why? Why don't I struggle with imposter syndrome? And it's not because I'm super cool and amazing and the queen of confidence. I'm not. It's because I reframed it. And so I want to share my reframe with you. And I want to talk about imposter syndrome on this episode. And maybe this will help you. I don't know. But hopefully the reframe will support you. Um, let's reframe. So when I look at imposter syndrome, I think about I'm not I mean, let's look at words, right? This is part of the reason why I hate fake it till you make it. And if you haven't listened to my podcast about that shit, please go listen. It fucking pisses me off. <laughs> Worst advice we've ever been given. Anyway, let's talk about imposter syndrome. Imposter. That alone. That word alone, I'm like, I don't associate with that word because it means fake. It means you're not real. It means you're not the real person. It means, you know, there's a game that my kid plays or he was playing. He's not playing it anymore because I think it's inappropriate and he's eight years old and it's, it's called imposter. And it's like, you have to find out who the mole is in the group and you got to take the mole down. So who's the imposter? Who's the fake one? Who's not the real one? And so I'm really big with words. And so when I think about me being a speaker, me um, trying to be a coach, me going to school to be a psychotherapist, me trying to speak on stages and doing my mission shit like Tony Robbins, but in my way with women in pink, you know, it's got to be like that. Like when I think about who I want to become and the goals that I have for my life and my business and my impact, I don't see myself as an imposter because my relationship to the end result versus the, you know, the big picture versus the current reality of where I am now, that gap that I have, I think it's normal. I think it's normal that I get scared to speak on stage in front of a thousand women on International Women's Day when I manifested that fucking experience. I think that's normal. I don't think I'm supposed to be like, I got this. No, I think I'm supposed to be like, oh shit, do I got this? I don't know, question mark, holy shit, exclamation point. Like, I think I'm supposed to be scared. I think I'm supposed to have skid marks in my undies. I think I'm supposed to question and self-doubt and deal and dance with that fucking lack of courage and then courage and then, oh fuck, I don't know what I'm doing. I think I'm supposed to. I think you're supposed to. I think that is what's supposed to happen. I think that's air quotes normal. So then my relationship with not being where I want to be yet, my relationship with not reaching the goals I want to reach yet, my relationships with my lack of confidence speaking publicly, all of that, my relationships with my lack in general are positive because I go, duh, that's supposed to happen. I see that as normal. I see that as, of course, you're scared as fuck. You've never done a TED talk. That makes total sense. High five. Be scared. Go do it anyway. 
Of course you don't know what you're doing. You don't really speak up at work and now you're about to speak up. Of course you're scared and your stomach has fucking butterflies having a disco party in there and you want to throw up and you want to shit yourself and pee on yourself and do all the crazy bodily. Of course, like duh. So I have reframed what it means. And when I look at the word imposter, I don't see myself. And I want you to ask yourself that question. Can you genuinely look at yourself and say you're an imposter? You're not really who you say you are. You're not who you want to be. Now, I'm not asking you, are you skilled at it? Do you feel comfortable doing it? I'm asking you, can you really sit there and look in the mirror and be like, I'm an imposter? When you are actively trying, when you are actively listening to this podcast and doing all the work that you do in your life, when you are actively trying to be the next level version of yourself. I mean, I feel like an imposter would be like if I put on a fucking cop uniform and walked around being like, hey, you're under arrest or pull over and try to pretend that I was a fucking law enforcement person. That would be an imposter. I'm impersonating a police officer or putting on a, a, a suit for doctor suit and scrubs and rocking up at the hospital being like, all right, who's ready for surgery? I would feel like an imposter. I'm not trying to be a doctor. I'm not trying to be a fucking police officer. I have no skill set of that at all. And I'm not trying to become that. I'm trying to become a psychotherapist. I'm in college right now, which I don't even I had to do a podcast about that. I went back to college at 39 years old. I'm going to be 40 soon. And I'm like, I'm going to college. Not went back. I never fucking went. I'm going to college at 40 years old, right? I'm not a psychotherapist. I'm a fucking massively amazing coach who knows other things, right? But I'm not a psychotherapist. Am I an imposter? Do I get imposter syndrome when I'm studying psychotherapy? No, because I'm a student. Does that make sense? Like, I want you to think about why are you calling yourself an imposter? And the women that I speak to who struggle with this, they are business owners. They're out there speaking. They're out there building their businesses. They're out there in, in amazing jobs. Like basically, you got the job. How are you an imposter? You got the role. You built the program. You did the thing. You had the kids. Whatever it is that you're doing, how are you not real or fake or an imposter? So I want you to question that, first of all, because I think that words are important. And I feel like we talk a lot about imposter syndrome, but we don't break down imposter. What the fuck is my relationship with the word imposter? Ask yourself that question. Are you truly and really an imposter? Can you say that about yourself? So that's first and foremost. Secondly, my reframe with imposter syndrome is I'm not good at that yet. I'm not good with money yet. I don't have the love of my life yet. I don't know what an amazing relationship and healthy relationship is yet. I'm not an amazing speaker yet. Add those three little words afterwards, yet. I haven't made it the way I want to make it yet. That's it. You haven't made it yet, but you're trying. Like you're in your process of becoming. You are every day trying to be a better version of yourself. So you're in it. So yeah, you don't have it yet, but it's, it's coming. It's on the way. It's around the fucking corner. But if you stop and analyze how you're an imposter and how you're not good enough and how you have shit and how, fuck, you just, that's like a crowbar in your whole practice of, of becoming in your whole practice of creating confidence. That is like not what you want to be doing if you're wanting to excel and create what you want. So I think the reframe is super important before we get into this whole thing with imposter syndrome. I've got some notes for you as well because it's a big topic and I realize I haven't spoken about it at all. So here are the things. Number one, I want you to start paying attention to where you feel like you're an imposter. That's first and foremost. Pay attention. Where do you feel like that? Oh, I feel like such an imposter. I have imposter syndrome. Stop saying that, first of all. Check in. Do I feel like an imposter in this area of my life? Where, are there, where is there evidence to show me that I'm not? 
Where's there evidence to prove to me, to myself, not anybody else, that I'm actually not an imposter? Many of you that listen to this podcast are doing amazing shit. You're actually an amazing human being and you're being really mean to yourself and you're not giving yourself a fucking break. And my job here as your big sister in the Bluetooth is to be like, yo, what you doing? Hold on a minute. Check yourself. Let's ask. Let's check in. Are you truly an imposter? Are you fake? Are you not really who you want to be? Really? Or are you just in your process of becoming? So really, number one is recognize that and check in with that. And secondly, I'd say, what are you great at? We focus so much on what we're not doing and what we don't have and who we like all the negative shit, our mindset. And this is our brain. Thank you, 200 million year old reptile brain. Thank you very much. Looking for the danger, looking for the bad shit. I get it. And we are just wired to look for that. But what about the good? What about the evidence that says that you are fucking resilient because you made it to this place? What about the evidence that says that you were able to attract that job or get those clients or make that money? or lose that weight, or find the love, or speak your truth, or whatever amazing thing you've done in your life. Look back. Take a minute right now while you're listening to reflect back on your life and all the amazing shit that you have been able to do. And have you taken a moment to focus on that? What about that reframe? What are your accomplishments? There's some shit that you have done, my friend, that you are happy to talk about what you haven't done, but I want you right now to check in all the things that you have done the things you've overcome, the difficulties, the challenges, the adversities. You're amazing. Don't forget that. If you're going to talk about the bad shit, you better reclaim the good shit too. Don't forget about the good shit. I think that's a part that we miss. Brings me to my next point, which is how are you with yourself? I talk about this a lot on the podcast and I've mentioned her many times. Lisa Hayes has a quote and it says, be careful how you think about yourself because you are listening. You are listening to yourself. What are you saying about yourself? How's your self-talk? Do you have the inner critic on blast in there? Do you have beliefs about yourself that aren't positive? And are you constantly thinking that and saying that to yourself? When you speak, are you compassionate to yourself? Are you kind? Do you compliment yourself or just criticize yourself? We really got to challenge the self-talk and the negativity that goes on in our freaking mind about ourselves. That doesn't help. It doesn't help when you're already nervous about speaking and then you fucked up some words and then you're like, oh my God, that one time I fucked up those words. And then what does the mind do? The mind starts looking for evidence on how you're shit. The mind starts going, oh yeah, I remember that one time and then that time. And then you're just stacking up the evidence on how you're shit. And I'm like, that's not it. Like, that's not going to help you. It's going to move you into even more feelings of being an imposter and not good enough. And so if you ask me, that's the most important part of this podcast. Not fucking imposter syndrome. It's just another word for I'm not feeling good enough. It, to me, it's just another word for women being hard on themselves and not doing their work. And if you could open your mind up and start really challenging how you think about yourself, your whole shit would change. And that's probably what I've spent 99% of my time on this podcast talking about. Not imposter syndrome, this little bead, but why do we have it? What are you thinking about? How do you see yourself? How do you treat yourself when you speak about you? When I speak about Erica, how do I hold her in my regard? Is she shit on? Do I shit on her? Or do I go, man, Erica's fucking amazing. I know her heart. I know her soul. She's an incredible woman. She's trying her best. She wants to be a good mother. She wants to do good in this world. I know she's coming from a good place. I know her heart. She needs some support with this, that, and the other, but she's a fucking good person. Do you think that about yourself? 
What are you thinking about yourself? What are you saying about yourself to yourself? What kind of language are you using? Yo, if you ask me, that's much more important than you tackling self, whatever, fucking imposter syndrome. Get, get in line. All these things are coming for us. This is all a part of our leveling up. This is it. If I didn't doubt myself that, can I do a TED Talk? I, I remember for so long, if you go back to my podcast, if you've been here for a while, you know. I've talked about TED Talk and how scared it is and how scary I am to do it. And I'm like, fuck, I don't want to do it. I haven't done it. It's 2023. I haven't done it. I haven't submitted an application. I'm not in a rush either. I trust the timing of my life. I'm not like, oh, I don't want to do it. If it comes to me, it comes to me. I also don't want to be like desperate. Like I need to do a TED Talk because it means I'm a good speaker. No, it fucking doesn't. I'm a good speaker. That's it because I speak. But it's there. It's in my peripherals, right? This TED Talk. And I used to, about a year ago, be so fucking scared of that red rug. I was like, oh my God, I'm going to get on that rug. I might fucking throw up because Brene Brown did such a great job. And I'm not, am I all over the place? Will I suck? Will I, all this shit. The fact that I am even thinking about doing a TED Talk is good news. What a fucking level up from me talking to myself in the mirror in my bedroom with no audience. <laughs> it's good news. And of course I'm nervous. I've never done it before. But do I have evidence that I have spoken and I have moved people and I've supported people? This podcast has like 2.5 almost million downloads. This podcast you are listening to. We got listeners in 218 countries. Shout out to Germany, by the way, who is like, turn it up. They are listening. The top five is, they're in my top five, Germany. So shout out to Germany, Austria. I love y'all. Right, Berlin. You know what I'm saying? Like, um... That is evidence that people want to hear what I have to say and that this podcast is supporting and serving women, which is my whole intention. Am I the fucking best? Am I the best in the whole world? Is no one going to be better than me? No. Can I work on myself and be better? Yes. I did a podcast like a week. No, not a week. Maybe two months ago, and me and Hamish were eating acai bowls and I got complaints about the noise and the music and the chewing. I'm sorry. I'm a human. My bad. What can I do? I'm going to be like, oh my God, I'm the fucking worst. No one loves me. I'm an imposter. I'm not a great podcaster. And then what? That takes away the 2.5 million downloads, the 217 countries, the fucking thousands of screenshots of testimonials of women that are like, your podcast changed my fucking life? No. To me, it's an unmanaged mind. We are not looking at what we're thinking. We're not inquiring our thoughts. We're not doing the work on, hold on a minute, is this bullshit? You know what we're doing? We're taking this bullshit-ass negative talk, this self-talk bullshit, that the fucking bullshit train of shitty thoughts that comes by the station and we jump on and we're fucking riding that train all the way to who the hell knows what. That's what we're doing. Instead of being like, hold on a minute, I'm at the station. Do I want to get on this fucking train? Is this even real? Is this even helpful? I don't like how it smells in here. This shit sucks and get off. We follow that motherfucking thing all the way and get distracted with bullshit. And then that self-sabotage, thats that to me is some shit that happens. I'm like, no, check in with the, the thing between your ears, okay? The mind is a motherfucker. And if you don't become the security guard of your mind and question what the fuck's coming in and ask and investigate and ask for all the things, shit's going to come in and you're going to be like, I have imposter syndrome and I'm fucked forever. I've also got chronic anxiety and I'm like, fuck me. It's a moment. You have a moment of doubt. Talk yourself out of it. You have a moment of doubt. Do the work. You have a moment of doubt. Go, hey, this is normal. It's actually normal to doubt yourself. I doubt myself all the time. I question myself all the time. I second guess all the time. I don't let it stop me, but it's fucking there and it's coming with me. Hi, self-doubt. Come on, bitch. I know you. Get in the back. Put your seatbelt on. Let's fucking go. 
we're doing this shit. You can be scared, but we're going. You can be, you know, nervous and have no courage, but we're walking in the dark. And guess what happens? Courage comes. But it's not going to come if I think about being courageous and I think about not doubting myself and I think about this. You got to take a step in the fear. There's no fearlessness, okay? We fucking scared as hell. <laughs> I'm scared. I'm always scared, but I'm moving anyway. And then the more I do that, the less I doubt. The more I do that, the more I prove to myself that actually I know how to do this. I'm good at this. But I sucked initially. So if you suck initially, which is what everybody does, they all suck and you're comparing yourself to someone who's been on the journey for longer. We all suck. We all have this negative self-talk. We all have challenges and self-doubt and all that jazz. We all feel like, fuck, can I do this? But I'm not, I don't have a fucking doctor's outfit on. I'm not about to go do surgery after this podcast. That is not in my scope of genius. That would be me being an imposter. But me speaking on stage, me, me going to an event, me doing the things that I want to do that are in my scope, how can I be an imposter? I'm just not confident yet. I'm just not sure yet. But if I look at my life and check the evidence, which is what I'm asking you to do, and manage your fucking mind, you can eradicate that shit from your vocabulary. You can reframe the way you even see imposter syndrome. You'd be like, I don't, I don't resonate with that. That doesn't align for me. I don't, I don't identify with being an imposter. I'm sorry. It's not my problem. And I don't, it doesn't, I don't identify at all. And it's not because I'm special or fucking cool. No reason to not. I just reframe the way I think about it. I'm going to give you a few other things that are important to me. You need to get around really great people that believe in you. When you fall down, which you will, who's supporting you? Who's kicking your ass into gear besides me in your ear? Who's kicking you back? That rhymed. Watch out. Who's kicking your ass and getting you back on track? Do you have a mentor? Do you have a program? Do you have a community? Do you have a good support system? Do you have good friends, good people around you, a good partner, a good loving relationship? These are all things that we need when we are moving through this experience of life because shit's going to hit the fan and feel hard. And to me, it's like psh, the people that are around me, my network of supportive friends, uh, the programs that I'm a part of, my therapy, my coaches, my mentors, these people have completely changed my life. The women that are in my life right now, they encourage me, they support me, they remind me of my greatness when I forget, because I forget, we forget. You share this with other women and you're like, oh my God, I feel like this too. Oh my God, I doubt myself too. You start to feel so normal. You start to not feel so fucking special with your little problem by yourself. This is why I love, I'm not saying this just to say sisterhood, but this is why I fucking love the sisterhood in the community because we don't do this shit on our own. We don't think special, oh, poor me, I'm the only one. No, you see other women, you're like, damn, this is common. And it is common. And I think that one of the big things is like our societal expectations and gender stereotypes that women are supposed to do this and women naturally lack confidence and we're not as uh, confident in ourselves. And culturally, the conditioning that we have culturally can make us feel like shit. Who are you? Why are you doing that? You should be home watching the kids. You know, I'm Latina, like our background. And it doesn't matter Latina. It's the same shit as any other culture. I listen to so many cultures being in Australia with no Puerto Ricans, my Sri Lankan people, my Greek people, my Italian people, like all these countries that are around me, same shit. Cultural conditioning that we don't feel good enough. We feel inadequate. And then stereotypes about women. If, if you work in a male-dominated industry or, or women, if you look at the research of women, we are so competent and we will doubt ourselves a million times over. A man will be like, I don't really know how to do that, but I'm, I'm going to do it. Yeah, I could do that. And they put their hand up and they're like, I could do that. And they have so much belief to do it. And we're like super skilled. And then we're like, yeah, but I just I'm 99% perfect, but I need to get that last 1% or I'm not going to apply for the job. It's wild. 
And this is the shit that's happening. And if you're in a company where there's limited representation of women, if you're in a world where you don't see women of color or you don't see women in positions making it happen, you don't see women, there's so much lack of representation of women, never mind women of color. Next level. That fucks with our conditioning. That fucks with the way we internalize, am I good enough? Can I do this? Can we do this? Right? Like when women share stories and you see success, like that's why I love, I talk a lot about Viola Davis. I talk a lot about Oprah because they got a fucked up ass traumatic past, yet they became who they are. They could have not been who they are. They could have easily been on drugs, on the streets, homeless, addicted to drugs. They could have been a hot mess express. Their life was a hot mess express and they did the work that they needed to do to become who they are now. That to me, I'm like, Shh. that's all the representation I need. I don't need 50 examples, by the way. If you see one woman who's doing something that you're like, I want to do this. Can you level up your belief that you can do this? Like you can. When we see other people do this, we can do this. So I, I hope what you're getting here is that we need to be kinder to ourselves. We need to reframe what imposter syndrome even means. We need to challenge the fucking monkey mind that is saying bullshit about our worthiness and the beliefs and not believe everything you think. Do not believe. That is not recommended, okay? Do not believe everything you think. There's so much going on in there that is not supporting you. Get around good people, get around mentors, get around a community of women that are going to uplift you and remind you of your fucking brilliance that is needed and celebrate yourself, celebrate yourself. Like there's so many things that I see in my programs, uh, in my sisterhood program, in my startup squad program, women are making money, women are clearing their debt, women are doing all kinds of amazing shit. When I'm like, share a win. Like, we don't even want to say what the win is. And I'm like, that's incredible. Or we go, yeah, this happened. Next, on to the next thing. It's like, celebrate the shit that you do well so that when you are in a moment of having an imposter situation or self-doubt, you go, actually, hold on a minute. I was the same person who did that. I'm the same woman who did that great thing. You think I don't go back to like how my podcast has done, my social media, the money that we've been able to make, the impact that we've been able to have, the home that I've been able to buy, the financial freedom I've been able to help other women create. All of that is evidence in Erica's brain to remind me when I fall down that I have done great things and that I'm a good person and that I can do this again. If I did it in the past, I can do it again, even if I lost everything. Losing it financially, there's so much setbacks for everyone right now. Financially, people are struggling. And I'm like, if you ever made money before and you don't have it right now, you did that. You created the results that you have. And if you did that, you can do that shit again. And so hopefully you can just understand that this whole imposter syndrome thing is you need fucking self-compassion. Reframe what it means to you. Be patient with yourself. Get around good fucking people. And start really questioning the way you think about yourself. Is the way that you're thinking supporting you? And do you need to work on your fucking mindset? The answer is hell yeah, we all do. We all do. I'm always going to work on myself. I got a question on Instagram the other day. I did like an ask me anything Q&A. And one of the questions was like, uh, are you ever done? Like, how do you know you're done doing the work? And I just laughed. I'm like, you're never done. Like, I'm never done. Like, I could feel really good right now in my life, which I do. And then I all of a sudden get an opportunity to have some amazing celebrity on my podcast. And then I'm like, fuck. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. And I will shit my pants and be like, oh, my God. What if I fuck it up? What if I, What if the recording doesn't record? Shit. And I just go to the worst case scenario because I'm nervous and I'm nerve sighted and it's a bit crazy. But it doesn't mean I can't fucking do it. I don't disregard all the amazing shit I've done in the past. 
It's a moment. And so roll with these moments. Don't make it mean shit about you and your worthiness. Okay? I love you so much. So much. I hope you remember that you are amazing and you've gotten yourself this fucking far. You did that shit. Okay? I love you. Have the most amazing, amazing week. Share this with a woman who needs to hear this message about imposter syndrome reframe, please. Thank you so much. I love you. Thank you so much for listening. I freaking love you. I appreciate you. Thank you for your ears and your energy and your attention. Thank you for letting me into your world. And thank you so much for listening and tuning in to this podcast. There are so many podcasts you can listen to. And I deeply, deeply, for real, for real, appreciate you listening to mine. Do me one big favor, one big thing. Please share this episode or this podcast with a woman who you know needs to hear this. This is my mission on planet Earth to serve as many women as possible so that we could show up, stand up, speak up, and create the confidence in the life that we desire. I appreciate you, my love. I will see you on the next episode. 